I'm Yasi Salik, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. I'm Kevin Clark. Amazing show today. Michelle Beadle and the Kid Marrow join me to talk F1 in an incredible segment. They're the hosts of a new sidecast on Amp called Fast and Loose. They've gotten deeply into F1. We talked about Daniel Ricciardo's future, Ferrari's strategy, uh, Marrow's interactions with Lewis Hamilton, a little bit of Max Verstappen talk. I really, really, really enjoyed this, and I guarantee you, you will too. This is very, very, very funny. Um, and then Megan Schuster joins me to, to do some nuts and bolts talk on driver market. Uh, the new... 24 race calendar in F1 that was unveiled this week for next year. Um, and so, yeah, great episode. Here's the first segment, Michelle Beadle and Mara. All right, joined now by Michelle Beadle and Mero. They have a show, hey. Fast and Loose Sidecast with Michelle hey. Beadle and the Kid Mero live every F1 race day on amp mayor what's going on what's up man <laughs> listen we're just chilling you know what i mean got a little things a little congestion took night quotes to the day quill oh, bad, no. bad move you know what i'm saying i feel i feel like i'm a, a 15 year old rapper right now but it's all good <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we're good michelle's here you're here everybody's chilling it's a beautiful day you know what i'm is saying it, is it it is way, you day. accidentally took Nyquil? I feel like I, well, well, no. So I got a little <laughs> situation, and I took there was Dayquil and there's Nyquil. But you know when it's like early and you're like not yeah. really awake all the time, yeah. And they're right next to each other, and but even though one is orange and one is like green, I was Thank like, you. I was like, yo, Morpheus, give me the green pill. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get these kids <laughs> on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I think they make it easy for you, Mero. I think they, they kind of make it easy with the color coding. They tried. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I know they, what to tried. Tell you. <laughs> um, they tried. I failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
You guys are really into F1 now to the point that Michelle Beadle tomorrow is going to Singapore for this race. Michelle, that's big time. She who hates flying will be flying for 27 hours. <laughs> Good luck to me and everyone surrounding me on that plane. Uh, could be a disaster. No, I'm, I look, Asia has been bucket list anyways. Then yeah. you throw F1 into it. It's just, um, you know, night race, city. I'm, I'm beyond stoked, like, honestly. So it's just, this has been just a, a, a bit of a dream come true situation. Mm-hmm. This entire project has been. And I, I you know, I joke a lot about I've been a part of a lot of projects that were one and dones and I really really hope this is not one of them I want this to go on forever now we break into uh, our, uh, endless love like I, know. Lionel Richard, Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to get sentimental Listen, <laughs> no, but I, I, she's right I'm gonna piggyback off that not to cut you off yeah, no. and like yo this has just been mad fun honestly like you know being kind of relatively new to the sport myself you yeah. know what I mean? But like having wanting like wanting to learn more and yep. also wanted to be part of like the scene. You know what I mean? And like yeah. I feel like it's in America it's, or in the United States, I should <laughs> say. <laughs> the lower 48. You know what I mean? It's becoming very popular. So I'm yeah. like, yo, you know, like this is of yo, I'm not a morning person at all. And I get right. up, <laughs> I, I get up happily. Like you're like, yo, Michelle, what up, baby? I know, like, it's you know what I mean? like before we even start rolling, I'm like, yo, what's up? Ah! I got like two pounds of espresso in my blood. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no. Um, how did you guys how did you guys get the bug? I know Michelle, you went to the Austin race in 2021 in October, and you've been to a couple of this year. I'll start with you, Mero. Like, when was the first time you were like, and I know you interviewed Lewis Hamilton and met him, and I, I read all that stuff. Hollywood. Um, and <laughs> and you saw, you know. <laughs> I thought it was interesting when you compared in an earlier interview, um, almost like F1 to like Bad Bunny, where you get to see like that there's an entire world out there where there's things that are a phenomenon that you might not be aware of until it finally hits and is at, and is at your doorstep. Um, how, Mero, did you catch the bug where you said, okay, not only do I know what this is, but like I'm kind of into it? Yo, honestly, it started with the Lewis Hamilton interview because uh, shout out to Victor Lopez, the producer on the Eponymous, Meryl Show, shout out. Shout out to the shout, Victor the Fat God. Uh, he was like, yo, this is going to do numbers, bro, like interview-wise. <laughs> and I was just like, what do you mean? And he was just like, yo, this guy is like the GOAT of F1. Like, he's got so many championships. He's done this. He's done that. And then I started looking into him. You know what I mean? Because you research, you guess, you, you, you know, you you know, just Wikipedia. You know what I mean? You, you well, get in depth. Yeah. You, I mean, so, I mean guess, yeah, sometimes yeah. on Wikipedia. It depends, it depends on who. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Michelle, but plenty. you know, depends, depends on who, who it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's fair. You, you might just hit Wikipedia real quick or you might do a deep dive. Did a deep dive <laughs> and, you know, found out, you know, about all his exploits and everything. And then we played the game together. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? And then yeah. after that, got invited to do this project. And I was just like, oh, shit, it's Michelle Beadle. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm. Like, of course, bruh. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the, and then on top of that, my boy was just like, yo, you ever see this show on Netflix called Drive to Survive? I was like, yeah. no. He's like, it's about F1. It's really lit. It's kind of like <laughs> Housewives, but with like cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good call. And I was like, yo, this is fucking lit. I was like, wow, everything about this is fun. I thought it was like NASCAR. Yo, we're turning left 500 laps. You know what I mean? There might be some drama at the end. People get out and fight. No, as soon as it's just like, yo, lights out, let's go. Ugh. Something is happening. You know what I mean? Like somebody is gonna is gonna DNF that you did not expect to. Like there's like somebody's car is gonna blow. The radio comms are like always comedy. You know what I mean? Like 
Something, something, yeah, it's got everything. Something entertaining is going to happen. Like, it's not going to be a a boring race. You know what I mean? Even if it is boring, it's not going to be boring. Yeah, you know and I mean? it's like they're TV characters at this point because of Drive to Survive, and so you're invested, even if it's just Lance Stroll going from ten to nine. Like you understand Who? the story. I, Who, I have that? Lance Stroll. We don't oh, recognize that. Is oh, he a, is he a driver? Is he, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Canadian billionaire oh, who happens to drive cars oh, around a track. He shall not be named. Oh. <laughs> so he's oh so he oh so he kind of like bought the little grid spot. Okay, I see. What you, Dude, okay. all right. I, I, <laughs> have, I have so Aaron Jones who plays. Running back for the Packers is a big F1 fan. And I saw oh him. Fantasy. Uh, yep. Yeah, I saw him in Green Bay and I knew he was at the Miami race. And I'm not trying to throw strays in anybody here. But so I go up to him and I was like, hey, man, and he's a great guy. Aaron Jones is an amazing guy. And I said to him, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually friends with Lance Stroll now. And I was like, that's cool, Aaron. How did that happen? And he goes, <laughs> well, we had this kicker named JJ Molson, and that's his boy. And so he connected us, and now we're all boys. And I looked up J.J. Molson. Oh, don't please don't tell me what. <laughs> not that Molson. Yes, that that Molson. Molson? Yeah. Holy so shit. Aaron Jones is now friends with two Canadian billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said Molson in Canada, I was like, yeah. Ooh. And so, that's how you do it. Man, Aaron so Jones they, is they're good. just sitting around watching F one, hanging out with Lance Stroll. Like Aaron Jones Hell has cracked yeah. the code. But it's funny, Mary, you mentioned the, the, the housewives <laughs> thing. I have a, uh, a friend who was on this podcast named Josh Robinson. Who's, he works at the Wall Street Journal, and he knows the business sports so well. And he refers to Drive to Survive as the real housewives of Monaco. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh, that's, yeah. That's, it's, the perfect, it's the perfect way. Uh, Michelle, same question. Like, How did you get into it at this level to the point that you're going 26 hours of Singapore tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, I, my, I, same. Like, I'm a newbie. And the funny thing is, is my mom is born and raised in Rome. Um, yeah. She grew up with race well, cars and cars. Her grand, her dad was like a car guy. And she always wanted to be a race car driver. So I've been hearing about Formula Uno for my entire life. But I always just yeah. blew it off because I'm an arrogant American. And I have my own sports, mom. Leave me alone. And so my <laughs> brother also, my younger brother, was like this F1, da-da-da-da. And he's usually, he's into that world, right? Like, he he knows a lot about that. And I ignored him, too. And then finally he goes, drive to survive. And I'm like, okay. I mean, whoever made that show should be given the keys to all of the Netflix because (laughs) it has done more for F1. Like I watched it. I I probably binged that thing in like a couple days. Literally, yeah. It was just, I loved it so much. I hate when the season ends. I can't wait for the next one. Um, And you're right. It made us invested in everybody. And look, it's 20 drivers. 10 teams. As far as learning a sport from scratch, the base of it is is not that difficult compared to other things. Now, everything else is difficult and we're learning every single week more and more, but it's it's just, it's been a blast. I'm very much invested in the drivers. I get nervous for them. I hate when it rains. Yes. Like, it's a whole mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Because it's yeah, like, yo, you could possibly die. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't, like, want, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Like, get hurt, ugh, yeah. No, you know what no. I mean? Like, it's what, and like you said, like, it's, you get invested. Yep. Like, you know, like I, I fell in love with Daniel Ricardo. You know what I mean? When I he, know. When, I'm when wearing he, his hat. Thank you very much. His, yeah, hey, a little uh, l'enchant. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, nah. Like that's like that's the thing. It's such an easy sport to get into because, like Michelle said, there's ten teams, there's yeah. twenty guys. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not hard. To, like you know, it's not like you. Like I'm a Giants fan. I can't tell you who the third string middle linebacker is right you now. Shouldn't. You, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Know like I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you know should. But it's one of those things where it's just like, bro, it's so easy to pick up, and it's yeah. so dramatic that every Sunday, like you know, and it's a whole weekend. And it's, it's like beautiful. you know, Friday, Sunday, yes. It's and it's people, these, like beautiful ex- places, like beautiful, ex- yeah, beautiful people, exotic locales, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Rolex. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's just, 
So maybe let's send us some free products. Yeah, roll us off. All of us get a couple rollies. Thank you. I'm in. That, but it's like, I always say it's at its most basic, it's a travel show, right? Like, even if you yeah. don't want to learn what a diffuser is, like, you, you can just like, oh, look, cool. They're in, they're in Azerbaijan, whatever. Let's Word. look at Azerbaijan. There's a castle there. That sounds, looks cool. That's whatever. Cool. Um, <laughs> let's go, let's go through some of the storylines this season. Oof. You guys mentioned Danny Ricardo. Uh, he has a lot of options next year, maybe outside of Formula One, but not, increasingly few inside Formula One. He doesn't have a seat right now. If you're Danny Ricardo, Mero, what's your next step? Are you trying to stay in F1? He said he want, he still got the bug. There's been all sorts of crazy rumors. You know, obviously there's a seat with Alpine, but maybe it's you know some, someone said the other day maybe he wants to just have a reserve drive with with Mercedes and just stay in that way and then try to get on the next mm. year. I think he should just try to be a, a Hollywood star, but that's just me. Mary, where, I mean, where, where would you where would you go if you're uh, if you're Daniel Ricardo? Listen, I I wouldn't be mad if he you know what I'm saying if he was just like yo you know what I'm gonna use this F1 thing to jumpstart my acting career you Ooh. know what I mean like but because you know he's a heartthrob but and he's very he's a very personable guy I think he deserves to be on the grid honestly like okay. he's he's had a shitty car let's be real you know what I mean like <laughs> just, like for you know a, a minute now and like. The guy's just like he's a he's good. He's a good driver. He's a good and all he has the respect of all the other drivers. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he's not that guy that like you go around and, and all the other guys are like, eh, everybody has glowing <laughs> things to say about Love him it. and everybody loves him. You know what I mean? Like there's there was a picture of um I think it was George Russell uh wearing like his like oh, yeah. uh yeah. his merch. You yep. know what I mean? Like so everybody loves the guy universally, like in the on the grid. So yeah, find a spot for him. You know what I mean? Like, there's some, t- there's some, there's some guys that can go Lance Stroll. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you know, get in, get in there. You know what I mean? Like, if you got to be a rear gunner, bro, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, but just stay in F1. Like, I've heard people talking about going, him going to IndyCar no. and all this other stuff. I'm like, no, bro, no, no, stop, no. stop, stop. Like, we don't buy. I didn't, like, this is not, this is not again. This is not a flex. I didn't know who he was at the time. This is pre F1 Mero. <laughs> I'm at yeah. a restaurant. Do, uh, doing some corporate dinner thing and Victor's like yo that's Daniel Ricardo." I was like who is that is he the head chef here <laughs> and he was like no he's a very famous F1 driver I was like yo let's send him the most expensive bottle of champagne on the network and the we network. were like I bet you know what I mean and we sent them over and then he came over to our table he was just like thank you mate and I was See? like that's dope so if you, Daniel if you're listening to this please send me free product <laughs> And Michelle also. Michelle, no, yeah, Michelle. He, probably, like he probably is listening to it because it's an American sports podcast. It's a great that's, all, that's all he wants to do. That's it's all he great. wants to do. Why wouldn't you Michelle, get him on like Fast and Loot? Like, just come yes. be on Fast and yeah, Loot. Just, 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 just get him. Some network needs to ugh. pay him to retire and become the yes. face of their F1 coverage. Yep, that's it. Blank check that. And look, he's going to get enough from McLaren. He's not going to have to work. So it's, you know, yeah. it's not that big a deal, but it, I, I just think the sky's the limit for him. And it's not like that for most of those guys. I think he just really has the it, whatever the yeah. it is. And I think people, we'd be sad not to see him around in any yeah. capacity. I know 100%. that fans love him. Yeah. And he's just an entertaining guy, period. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. it was, you know, it would suck to he have him and like get another Latifi on the grid instead of him. It would be like, meh. Less Canada. I want to ask about. You see, we we I saw you joke about Latifi the goat in, uh, in, in, in one of the print interviews you did. The consistency, you, the consistency is really astounding. If you were a billionaire, 
I guess I, I'm of two minds here, right? Because I keep running this past people. Wouldn't you just want to do anything other than embarrass yourself every Sunday? Like, I, I just feel like there's mm. other options. But then I run it past people and they say, you know what? Driving a rocket ship at uh, 230 miles per hour in beautiful places is something you would want to do. And it, it is kind of a, you know what? Yeah. I'm a billionaire. I don't really care if I finish 20th kind of thing. If you had a billions of dollars, Michelle, would you would you be a pay driver? So this is where this is because we, we have this every week. We're like we're just the exact same conversation. And and then my thing is always look at the end of the day. You're one of 20 dudes on the planet yeah. who get to do this. You live an amazing life. You probably live in Monte Carlo. You have a hot chick girlfriend <laughs> in some capacity, one way or the other. And you've got unlimited funds for the rest of your life. So. Uh, I probably would. Now, there's the danger aspect, and I'm a bit of a chicken, so that's that's a whole other question. But yeah, I think I would because you're still, if you come in 20th, you're still 20th of the entire globe. <laughs> like, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. It's a pretty good We're all so, competing for yeah. 21st. Everybody yeah, right? is competing like, for 21st. Just over here, like, please. So, it's, I, yeah, I could see why. And my God, what a sexy job. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. yo, if you, if you just sit at a bar drinking like a Pilsner and like somebody sits <laughs> next to you, and it's like, hey, it's like some conversation. Hey, what do you do? Oh, I, I'm a day trader. What do you do? Oh, I, I'm a race car driver. Cute, cute day trader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, race, I race death machines. Yeah, thank you. In and Italy. I'm going to steal your girl just sitting yeah. here doing nothing. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to swipe my hair away from my face even though I'm bald. I mean, you know yeah, no, I think I would do it. I think I would for as long as I could or until I got bored. I, yeah, you know, I, I was going to say, I was like, I, I'll do it too until I got bored. But I feel like... I'm very like uh, you know uh, I, I was gonna say I don't have an ego, but that's a lie. Um, <laughs> my ego would kill me because I'd be like, damn, I feel like like my son is playing football right now, right? And he's good. He's got an arm. He's tough. You know what I mean? Like whatever, blah blah blah. But he's <laughs> not gonna. I know he's not gonna play quarterback. I know he's not gonna start at quarterback. Why? Because the coach's son is on the team. So oh, it's one wow. of those situations. You know what I'm Yo. saying? It's like, damn, he's dog, like. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. Lance so Stroll, I, guys. I, I, Lance yeah, Stroll. I feel like, damn, I'm the coach's son. I'm starting because I'm paying <laughs> to start. Not because of, like, there's no meritocracy here. Like, I just, I just shelled out a big gazillion dollars. And, yo, here I am on the grid. So, like, can Jeff Bezos do that? I think that's why Lance Stroll looks mad all the time. <laughs> exactly. Because he knows. He, he knows. I'm he the knows. coach's son. Yeah. I got, what am I going to do? Quit? No. But I'm also the coach's son. He has, like, the little wristband. It just says yeah. lose. He just comes in. No one talks to him. He leaves. Boom. Done. That's Lance Stroll, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday. He, he, his little wristband is like, try to get some points. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of of them getting of Aston getting just like increasingly old drivers to make Lance Stroll look good. Like eventually, they can just like it's just like oh, we don't we want like a, a name in that seat, but we don't want him to be too good because we right. need Lance Stroll to look as good as possible. So we get yeah. Vettel. Vettel is kind of over it. He's got yeah, he's you know done. he's doing a million other things. Yeah, we move on to Alonso. Like Come I on. just I kind of yeah. like the like I don't know who they can go to next. Maybe they can get some retired drivers or something like Juan that. Pablo Alonso. Yeah, exactly. Just bring in one Pablo Montoya. Maybe some old NASCAR guys. Maybe Jeff Gordon wants to run. Oh, that would be amazing, actually. No, because Jeff Gordon, I think, would... I think he'd smoke Lance Stroll. I think Jeff Gordon would be like, screw it. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Even though though Jeff is probably the size of a regular human being, he probably would smoke Lance Stroll. (laughs) Regular... I thought... No, isn't Jeff Gordon small, too? I I thought... They're all all small. They're all small. They're all small. Damn, that's wild. You know, by by our... He's got strong necks. (laughs) Yes, I'm a normal... Average male height, and I felt like Shaquille O'Neal in the past. Wait, what's normal? 
I don't even like know. Like 5'11"? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 5'8". Yeah. I feel like they're... Yeah. they're <laughs> Unless you see Nico Hülkenberg oh. or George Russell in the paddock, both yeah. of whom are also tall, like, you will feel like you could... Like, if there's a pickup basketball game that broke out in the paddock, I might oh. be like the third pick. Oh, oh. oh it's over. Uh, bro, I'm 6'2". Like, yeah, bro, yeah, no, yeah. you are... See yeah. you in Coda. Like, go be at the long car. It's going to be like yeah, shagging that beer commercial. Like, he's like, getting into a when they're across. Like, what is it, George? George, even when they're tall, then they're so skinny. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, well, everything's thrown yeah, off. Yeah, you get them out of the paint. You can get them out of the paint easily. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing like Charles Barkley with my butt. Yeah, straight dude. It won't even be close. B, throw me the ball in the post. They did a thing in Austin last year, didn't they? Where yeah. I think they had, I don't, it must, maybe it was Shaq or they somebody, they, where they showed the guy shooting baskets. I was like, oi, that's not. Nope. So ESPN every year does like a American sports thing at the thing. So last year they had a hoop and they that's decided guys shoot. And this year they had the Dolphins open up their facility because it's right next to the track. And they just uh, had everybody like try to kick field goals and stuff. And that was even worse than the, the hoops. Like these really? guys couldn't really do anything. Yeah, it Plus was pretty wild. Hurts. They Why would you have them kicking field goals? Like, uh, right? and throwing like, passes. The other thing, so George Russell, the Dolphins sent George Russell in Austin last year of football, and they're like, you just, you throw it. And he was <laughs> terrible at it. And then he came on this show, and I was like, man, that wasn't an amazing throw. And he actually didn't, he'd watch so little football, and I love George Russell. He didn't know it was a bad throw. So then I felt oh. weird about it. I was like, oh, no. Buddy. He was like, I thought it was fine. And I was like, oh, geez. You're such an oh. ass. He's walking I around did. thinking I he nailed maybe it. maybe he had awareness. I'm like bad at kicking Not a soccer dead. ball. If I uh. went over to London and like kicked a soccer ball for like a promotional thing, and I, w- I would recognize, I've watched enough soccer that I'm not True. sure about it, but I think maybe George just yeah. thought, yeah, I don't just know. Felt you right. I don't know if can bend it like Beckham. The concept of the spiral maybe was not uh, was not in, Which, in George's wheelhouse. That's fair, actually, because if you yes. just throw it and it goes from yes. A to B, you're like, it nailed yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's, that's yeah, the spiral. Okay, that's spiral. He's like, he's like, I'm used to the other type of football, mate. Yeah, yeah, just if. get it from from one from one side to the other. Although I do <laughs> oh, think you just made George awesome. Russell Australian. Um, he always <laughs> does. I don't I understand. Do. He has one accent, and it's for everybody. Like, Couple more it. quick ones for you. Uh, are you guys impressed with uh, with how Ferrari just refuses to change anything? Because for me, <laughs> I, I I think like Yo, it's so it's so it's relatable a, that they have these flaws and they're just like I'm good. Like I, I I'm not gonna change anything. We got these flaws. We're accepting of our flaws here at the Ferrari <sighs> paddock. God. Yo, it's so cr- it's so crazy because what it's like it? I said it. I said it to Michelle last time. I was just like, yo, is like <laughs> when you think about like. America, like the the big four American sports, mm-hmm. when your team is fucking up, the first person to go is the coach. Mm-hmm. Like, right yo, away. if you have a bad season, yo, yo, Tom Thibodeau, you're out of here. You know what I mean? Like, or whoever it is, you know what I mean? Like, is that foreshadowing? What are you doing? Yeah, listen, <laughs> What's that? Are you doing that already? <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> no, but, but you, no, happens. you're right. You're right. We but Binot though, Binot yep. is like Teflon. You know what I mean? He can do no wrong. There are people doing cosplay of him. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle saw them alive. Actually, you know that I mean? was true. All over Monza, Monza, there was you know cosplay going on. It was weird. Oh my they god! Is it Comic Con? Yeah, it was weird. It was like these kids, like especially little kids with that like sweet ass curly wig. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, wow. I, you know what's fun about Ferrari is that you know they're going to screw it up, but you just don't know how. So it's yeah. exciting yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. You're like, which which one will it be today? And they sometimes they just keep shocking us. I'm like, why well, didn't see that come? I didn't see Whoa. three tires coming. I, like, oh. I didn't see like I didn't see certain things that have been happening. I'm like, that's that's yeah. not a thing. 
banana peels fell out of the bottom of the car. Whoa. <laughs> right? like, I did just, not expect that. It's impressive. And, it, and it's also a bummer because I like both of those drivers. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and I'm an Italian at the end of the day. Like, I want Ferrari to be amazing and a, and a monster. And it, it's... It's not that they're the worst. It's just they screw themselves up. That's the problem. They always yeah. shoot themselves in the dick, like I like always. to say every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see my Bella Ragazza Michelina happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With, with the Ferrari Constructors that's, Cup. That was a, but that was a better accent. Yep. But you know that was good. It wasn't yeah. Australian. It wasn't Australian. Oh, <laughs> wasn't perfect. Uh, last thing for you guys before we get you out of here is, you know, obviously Max has wrapped up championship um, and whether or not you're a max fan it sounds like you're not uh what are you looking (laughs) for in the 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 last kind of quarter of the season Miro? um and maybe if you want to chime in on how you feel at max verstappen that'd be fine too yeah Miro. (laughs) i mean listen i like i like i said i met lewis first we all know what happened in uh first love can't help it we all know what happened you know we all know what happened with with, (laughs) between those two you know Oh, are we doing this again? Oh, we're doing yeah, this. Again. Right, let's, okay, yeah, we're doing fair. this. We're, we're right, revisiting. We're rehashing it. We're we're opening up the old. The history books say Max won. Period. Yeah, I don't know what to yeah. tell you. I mean, the history books say a lot of things. Yeah, Joe <laughs> Biden's your president. Get over it, Miro. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I, I saw Max on that podium. I was like, stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So like, you know what I mean? Like to me, and it's also like he's kind of just like. Super villainy to oh, me, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he, has, he plays like, into super it. Villain. He's the best. Yeah, at it. like he like shout out to our guy George on the on the on uh, Fast and Loose who called who put us onto the phrase pantomime villain. I love it. Oh, he's yeah. a he's a he's a pantomime villain. You know, he kind of leans into it a little bit. That's better. You know? Yeah, ah, see, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So like that part of I get. You know what I mean? Like he's it's very like Michael Jordan esque of like yo, I'm just gonna destroy everybody else on the grid. Which also ties into like childhood trauma because I'm a Knicks mm-hmm. fan and child Ooh. Jordan ruined. I thought my you meant his childhood trauba. I thought we were going down that road. I was like, oh, no, we're just gonna talk no, about no, Max's no, dad no, now. No, no. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Not I didn't, yet. Take, that, I didn't take that much. I didn't take that much. My bad, dude. I went dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's on me. Totally me. <laughs> although, <laughs> although, telling your kid, yo, if you take an L, you driving yourself home yeah. is wild. Yeah, that here, is like, don't wild. Here. I, but then the kid loves him so. Max loves his dad so much. It's yeah. a, it's a fascinating watch as a third per, third party. It's I'm wild. just like, wow. Yeah, it's like you're trying to, like, yo, yo, I did it for you, Dad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel like that like, energy. Oh, psh, don't yeah. care. <laughs> Do it better. I'm like, oh, Do it God, better. This is awkward. Harder, faster. You know what I mean? <laughs> But like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, you never want anybody, you want there to be like a little bit of parity and like some, yeah. you know, we all know there's the top three, there's a the midfield, and then there's like, you know, Latifi and them. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, this guy's, the guy's just a beast. Like, you can't hate on him. Like, even if you want to, like, you can, but you, you, it's, you can't make it about numbers because the dude is just a demon on the track, man. Like, you know, and he's, like you said, he's running away with the, with the driver's cup. You know, so eyes on the Constructors' Cup. Let's see what happens, guys. Yep. Every week's for who's for second, second and third. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. Yeah. Which is fine. Still exciting. Well, this has been amazing. Uh, everybody check out Fast and Loose Sidecast, hosted by That's right. Two Shout out to the Lucys. Beautiful people. <laughs> it's going to work. We'll see you soon, guys. Thanks. Holla. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, Megan Schuster, editor at The Ringer, my editor at The Ringer, and a regular on The Ringer F1 show. Megan, what's going on, pal? Uh, just uh, mentally preparing myself for 24 Formula One races next season. I don't know how we're going to make it. Our buddy Nate Saunders referred to it on Twitter as the Cal Ripken. Someone, Jessica Smetana asked to explain this in American terms. And he said it's the Cal Ripken of F1 seasons, which means basically it starts and it never ends. 24 races. That includes, uh, we now have a date for Las Vegas, November 18th. Miami is going to be May 7th. And obviously Austin is October 22nd. This is grueling. And I, I saw... A, uh, a tweet from one of the F1 beat writers who follow it every single week and, and, and know more about anything uh, than anybody, rather. And they were saying there's a lot of guys who are currently in the paddock who are going to be asking for a factory job next year because they just don't want to be going from Mexico to Brazil to Abu Dhabi. to. Ve- I mean, like, it is brutal. Um, when you see this kind of schedule, Megan, you think, what about the growth of Formula One? And at there is there some point where it's just too much of a good thing? I think yes and no. I, I think I'm I'm encouraged to see that Monaco is back on a three-year deal. I'm encouraged yeah. to see that China is back. Uh, you know, South Africa didn't seem to make the cut this year, but is, you know, being targeted for 2024. So a return to some some fun venues and some excitement on the horizon. But like, you know, Lewis Hamilton and other drivers have already kind of been complaining about the length of seasons, and this yes. is even longer than we've ever seen. So it'll I'll be curious to see kind of what the reaction across the grid looks like. There's also sort of the little hiccup where Formula One 
promised that they would start grouping races together for sustainability <laughs> reasons, for travel reasons. And uh, this was kind of an F you to that whole plan. There's like uh-huh. a, th- a three race swing between the U.S., Mexico and Brazil that I guess you could classify as that. But sure, uh, the rest of the calendar is pretty much all over the place. So, uh, yeah, we'll be curious to see what kind of questions they get about all of that. Do you think there's... Oh- I don't know. Maybe I'm not putting myself in in driver's shoes well enough. But if you're someone like Lewis Hamilton, aren't you more likely to end your career a year or two sooner because you just don't want to do this grind? It's always a grind. And it's always, you know, it's funny because I was listening to Sean Payton, the the former Saints coach on on Chris Long's pod a couple months ago, and he was talking about how he could tell a player was going to retire in the same way he was going to retire because you just, there's a mental place you need to be in to do any sort of a competition before the season, right? And so I don't want to say that the, it was a country club atmosphere a decade ago. You have to be like supernaturally focused to be any professional athlete or you're, you're if you're not 100% out, 100% in, you're 100% out, right? And so I don't want to say that this is like some new thing, but like, man, that's a long ass race. There are certain drivers with, uh, you know, a lot of outside interests or maybe they just want to do other things. Like, doesn't this seem like For a driver, it's just going to be a a slog. Well, certainly if you're not guaranteed to be in a competitive car, like especially for Lewis, if he has another season like this at 24 races, I I can't imagine how gassed that must be mentally when, you know, your expectation is to be winning all the time. And all of these drivers are so competitive that if you're in a crappy car for 24 races, like that's, that's a ton. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. I, also, if you're, I mean, porpoising is not what it was, but this right. is this generation of cars. These are physical drives, and and I think that you know you talked. We've all talked about the, the teeth chattering, the back injuries, the neck injuries. Like, I don't know. I I, so I understand why they're doing it. I mean, there's been rumors that there's going to be maybe even more F1 races if they could get a place like New York City uh, in, in in America. And and I, I I don't know. I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but at some point, uh, you 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 do you do reach a tipping point. Um, all right, let's do a little bit of driver movement. Uh, so it looks like it looks like barring maybe some some risk taking by Red Bull about super license points and, and trying to get Colton Herta up to speed, which which I don't know if they want to do. It looks like Colton Herta will not be on the grid. It's possible that Logan Sargent. Maybe will be if he gets those super license points. Maybe Williams has an eye on him. Uh, there's been reports over that uh, over the last week that maybe Logan Sargent could be the American driver on F1. Uh, what stood out to you about the last couple of weeks, Megan, in the driver movement front? Well, it's interesting because there's not really one obvious domino that I feel like needs to fall first for all of this to get sorted out. There's, you know, three seats sort of up in the air, right? With Alpine, Haas, Williams, and it sounds like. A few of them are kind of going for the same guys, but Alpine really seems to want Pierre Gasly. And Alpha Tauri seems like semi-willing to let him go if they can get Nick DeVries or, you know, someone else like Colton Herda, like you said, was high on their list. And sounds like that is no longer an option. But Red Bull may not want to give Gasly up if they can't get the guy of their choosing. But, you know, Nick DeVries is sort of in negotiations with Williams, and it sounds like may already have an offer on the table there. And then everyone is interested in Antonio Giovinazzi and Nico Hulkenberg. They're like linked to every drive available ever. Uh, Mick Schumacher is, you know, still kind of in the mix. It seems Haas hasn't fully ruled him out. So it's just sort of chaos. And I, I keep waiting for the first domino to fall 
And in all of these musical chairs, it seems like uh, our good friend Daniel Ricardo may be on the outs, which is really depressing for me personally. But uh, I'll be curious to see kind of what happens first and when. I would have expected a lot of this to be sorted through and kind of tied up by this point. I Listen, I, I'm a little skeptical of like the super license point system screwing up everything here. Like the yeah. whole point, the whole point here is, and I, I heard a bunch of other pundits say this over the past couple of weeks, but the whole point is to make sure that someone who's not an absolute clown gets into an F1 car. Right, and I understand right. that. And there's a, I, I guess Red Bull is trying to argue that Colton Herta, uh, his Indy light season should count. And, and, and that didn't, that didn't work, but Cold Herd has won, I think, seven F1 races. Or excuse me, F1 races. Uh, IndyCar races. He hasn't, he's, he's not going to win any F1 races because he's not going to get in because <laughs> super license points. Um, he's, he's won seven IndyCar races. Um, Logan Sargent, obviously, is, is more than qualified. And I just think that at some point, you need to look at the super license system if it's keeping people like that out. Um, is it so valuable that Colton Herta goes to F2 or or just tries to to bum around Europe for a year just to get these super license points or or enter in things? You know, some of the competitions they were saying that he'd have to enter in, in February to get his points. And, and, you know, all of a sudden one car breaks down and, and, and everything is off the rails. Like, I just think it's a, it's, it's a little bit uh, foolish to stay with this rigid system when clearly these guys are, are capable, Megan. Well, and the funny thing is that this kind of current iteration of the super license system was put in ahead of 2016 as a result of Max Verstappen getting a drive at the age of 17. <laughs> so like one of the requirements now is that you have to be 18 years old because Max got in at 17 after one season in F3. And look at how well that's worked out. So you know what? I I agree with you. I think, you know, there's there's some there should be some wiggle room. It's like very disproportionately weighted towards uh you know, drivers who are in Formula Two versus IndyCar. And, you know, everyone on the grid is saying, like, this just doesn't make much sense. IndyCar is, um, like, IndyCar drivers are more than capable of driving F1 cars. And it it just, it, it seems sad that we won't get Colton Herta or someone of his talent because of a very, like, random system. I completely agree with you. Also, he's 22. Colton Herta is 22 now, which means that, by the time he gets a drive two years from now, he's going to be the oldest driver on the grid because they all come in at 17 years old now. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you do have to be 18. Uh, Max set that standard. But, man, I, I, don't, I don't understand where this is going. Megan Schuster, thank you so much. We'll be back on soon, buddy. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you to Megan and Mero and Michelle Beadle for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week in the middle of the week with some previewing of Singapore. Um, don't really know what that looks like yet, but of course, we'll do our normal preview episode. And then obviously, we'll be back the following Sunday uh, to recap Singapore. It's going to be a really interesting race. I'm, I'm hankering for it to come back after three weeks away. So this has been the Ringer F1 show on the Ringer Podcast Network. Thank you to Jonathan Kerbunk for his production assistance. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.